0: This is At A Loss, a podcast which is based around a series of conversations that look at what is it to live fully with grief? What is it to live a rich life when death has made its presence felt? I'm Timothy Giles. I'm a funeral celebrant. And I have this remarkable privilege because of that work to spend time meeting people who have a comfort w- with knowing and learning or even figuring out how to live fully alongside grief. People like Trish Gutenberg. Kia ora, Trish. Kia ora. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. So uh, married to Jason, four children, yes. life's rocking along, cancer diagnosis, terminal, nine months, Yes. And nine months later, you are a widow. You knew it was coming, but when you became a widow, surprise!
1: Oh, yeah, it was a surprise. Nothing prepares you for that loss. Um, Even though I had known that it was coming down the road and, you know, Jason had about nine to ten months to live, like I said, nothing can prepare you for that.
0: I'm surprised Mm. to hear that. Because did you think that you knew what was coming?
1: I don't know that... I certainly... No. Okay. No.
0: You're you're not unfamiliar... Not until it happened. You're not unfamiliar with grief, though, right? No,
1: I'm not unfamiliar. I've had loss in my life. My father, my brother, my sister... um, yeah there, I, there's been a lot of death in my family, but nothing prepared me for the loss of my husband that that was just the the worst the worst that ever could happen. Um, but it wasn't until he died that then I was in this overwhelming transition. Um, i becoming a widow. Overwhelming,
0: how? I,
1: I... It's overwhelming in that. Okay, so you're dealing with the grief and all, and all that, as you know, or not dealing and with, and yeah, yeah, you're, you're grieving, and you've got children that are grieving. Um, so it's not just you, and um, so on a daily basis, you've you've got you, you've got I have as in my case, I had four kids, and Um, I was grieving myself and then trying to comfort them and be strong for them. That was um, really difficult. And then all, you know, um, the losses that come with being a widow, uh, uh, the impact of that is, you know, financial, Mm. physical, my physical health, um, financial is huge, and... Uh, the the massive change in your relationships with family and friends.
0: How um, how, yeah. how so in terms of differently from because you know losing a sister a brother a father, those are really mm. huge losses that devastate people. You know yes. you you're familiar with grief, you're familiar with loss, and you're familiar with how relationships change from mm-hmm. those, right? And they do, but losing your husband. More so,
1: way more so. Um, you know, I lost my best friend, my husband, my you know um, fa- father's uh, my children's father, and he was uh, the a main income earner. You know, it, it, it's it's a really unique loss, which is what I call it. And there's a, what I call secondary losses. That we have to deal with, that people um, may not realise we widows have to deal
0: with. Look, I want to come back to, to what secondary losses is, but first of all, um, you're really motivated to mm-hmm. talk to widows. Yes. Right. Like you know, I I really admire that you're having yeah. this conversation, and and in each of the conversations that we've had, you've been really clear. It's widows, and widows need this conversation.
1: Yes because when i became a widow i had no clue that this this is all the stuff a widow has to deal with it just was like bam in my face like you know financial your your health suffers you um you know you've got you've got children to take care of and your day-to-day life doesn't stop and you've got a mountain of legal and paperwork and to tidy up and you know you imagine all the, the financial stuff bills and you're just the day to day and then you yeah um, yeah it's just it's just overwhelming the trans the transition
0: so where where did you and, uh, it's been 2 years
1: 2 years since Jason passed away Okay. Yeah.
0: so you were overwhelmed mm. what did you do to cope where, where did you go first of all and did anything That
1: else. was what I found is I started to um, okay, so i I own had only taken a month off and then I had to go back to work because financially I needed to work. so for for that in itself, just not being able to take enough time to take care of myself had an impact on my health. but then I started to see that I needed to find people that could understand me. I found that when I was speaking to family or friends, that it was I'd either really hold back what I wanted to say because I didn't. It was such an awkward conversation, and I get that grief is is, is not something that we're taught how to help people with, right? And um, especially in my case, being a widow, not people aren't going to get you're not going to get what it's like for a widow unless you are one, right? Um, I mean, you can empathise, but. So I I found those conversations awkward, and I I, I discovered early that I can't couldn't really I didn't feel comfortable talking to just anybody about, you know, my grief and what it felt like and the the anger and the, um, yeah, it was just really hard to bring that bring that bring it up with people. So I started looking online and online and just Google, and it's like okay, there's got to be some groups out there that can. That I can go to and get support from people who actually can understand where I'm coming from, instead of just have you know a blank face or people avoiding me. That, I mean, that's how I felt. That whether that's true, I don't know, but that's just how I felt. And um, so I, I, started, I discovered early on that I, there's people I can't really talk to. This a talk to about this because it's not fair on them. They just don't get it. They, it's really awkward. And so I started looking and. I found there was nothing in Auckland or New Zealand. I couldn't find there was a, there was grief counselling.
0: Yeah, and there's also a lot of grief groups.
1: Yeah, and grief groups, but no, that I needed to find something specific with widows. I wanted to hear from another widow, what, how she was dealing with, how was she dealing with um, anything with the, you know helping her children grieve? How was she dealing with going back to work? How was she dealing with? Um, the money side of things, and how, how is you know the, um, how did how did you deal with um, relationships and in-laws, and you know setting boundaries. Now that you're the head of the household, and you know before it was your husband, now it's you, and you've got to step up and be a leader. And so, I wanted to hear from a widow, I, yeah. So I, I could, yeah. So there wasn't much out there, and I when I literally when I did Google, it was. Widows' dating sites and things like that. And I thought, surely there's something out there, for... <laughs> but there, I couldn't find it. Mm. And then I started to, I thought, well, okay, perhaps I need to look bigger, go out global. So I started looking overseas, and that was where I found um, Modern Widows Club and Carolyn Moore, and that's when I joined that group and uh, found them. And because I was looking to move forward in my life at that point, um, I acknowledge, I was still grieving, and I was in some Facebook group. So I had joined a couple of um, one particular Facebook group when Jason, as soon as Jason had passed away, and I found that really helpful.
0: So a grief-based. It
1: was group. a Facebook grief group for. Um, it was actually for specific for widows, and it was helpful in the beginning while I was grieving, but then I found. I guess when I started to move along in a, f- a few months into it I mean that's still early but I found that it just wasn't helpful anymore it was it was quite negative and and I felt I was being I was stuck and I was at the point where I wanted to get unstuck and move away from the grieving stuff and and go um okay I want I need to move my life forward cuz if I stay here I could really see that I was going to go down the rabbit hole or and just get I was becoming quite negative and just not coping. I was still drinking and to cope, drinking to cope oh, I'm familiar, every night. I'm familiar and with that one. um right. I was, you know, one, three, two nights I was becoming three and four and I just thought this isn't this isn't helping. And I was starting to be quite negative toward other people and there's just a lot I couldn't be with or so be when- around.
0: People you couldn't be with and things you couldn't be things with. Things I well, couldn't or be around. Oh yeah, yourself. I couldn't
1: be around couples. In my family.
0: That's quite limiting.
1: Yeah, I didn't wanna I didn't wanna be around people that were in a couple because I'd lost Jason. I was just really grieving it that that made me uncomfortable. And um trying to deal with relationships, you know, it was just and then being in that Facebook group, I just found I was at the point where I needed to now jump off it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it had helped me, it had served, and um, I'd got a lot out of it, and I appreciated that. But I was just ready to move forward in my life. I did, couldn't. Did stay you know stuck. what
0: that meant? Like, you know, move forward was did you have a, a clear idea of this is what I'm moving forward to? As, no. you're, as you're talking to me, you're moving your hands, you know, yeah. physically forward into space. But. but you didn't. You didn't know what moving forward was. It was.
1: No, I had no. I. That's why I was looking for a widow's group, but I was looking for something that was uplifting and positive and inspiring, that wasn't going to keep me stuck.
0: Because you couldn't generate that yourself at the time, right? No, I couldn't. But you wanted it.
1: I wanted it. I knew that's what I needed in order to be um, a leader for my children. To... Have you got it now? I'm. 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 Yes, I have been developing and growing myself in the past 18 months. And that's not by accident. It's through doing the work to make myself better, to learn and grow from Yeah, the, the courses I've done and the people I've met through um, Modern Widows Club and all those resources that they have.
0: and yeah. and, and it's about generating something other than... To stuck in the feelings that, you, you, that were familiar hmm. and generating what sort of feelings or thoughts is it that, you're, that you are building now? What Rebuilding
1: my life. Because everything, after my husband passed away, it was like someone had just ripped out the, my whole future. So I was standing, you know, I was just standing over a cliff going, where do I go now? What now? What do I do what what now <laughs> you know so it was it was like no future i i really i when i was in the first um beginning stages and i was grieving i honestly people would say to me oh you know you will or i'd read it in the grief groups, groups you know where people who would be like 5 10 15 years on the track whatever oh you will get better you know th- your days will get better whatever i just did not believe that I was like, no way, this, you do not know where I am. <laughs> it was really hard to believe that, but I took faith. So I just thought, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have faith that what they're saying is true and just go through the, work through the grief and allow myself to grieve. And
0: Are you still doing it on hmm. faith? Um,
1: I, ha- I do believe in having faith um but i'm also actually working hard at rebuilding my life for me and my children mm. so it's not not like i say not by accident it's not yeah
0: you're not a passenger in this no right? it's
1: it's been a journey of discovery of accepting myself as a widow so that was a big part was um to, and moving for me to move forward i could the big um uh what is it transformation or or step was to actually accept where I was, because I I did not accept it. I did not want it. Well, you didn't want it. I didn't want it.
0: And why would you want it? Yeah. And and I and I guess I want if you if you accept it, it's almost like you're going, this is fine then, and it's not fine.
1: Yeah, it was not fine at all. And but I knew I could see that I did need to accept where I was at and accept myself and be able to say. I am a widow. My husband died, and I can now rebuild my future and make, create what I want. But that, it took, yeah, that was the day that I could actually really move forward.
0: When you accepted it, could articulate to yourself, I am a widow.
1: When I actually said, Yeah, I am a widow, and I was okay with it.
0: Ah. So you'd said it previously and not been okay with it, and then something happened when you're like,
1: yeah, I, I guess it's like owning something. It was like this is, this is this is my life. This is yeah, accept, I accepted it that day, and and yeah, I I had never imagined before that that I could be happy with my future. I thought my, th- there was no more future. My life was it was just going to be average and yeah I uh, yeah I was very not in a good place then but what was yeah when I accepted it I, I could finally go okay what now let's move what what can what can I have for my life
0: okay and what can you have for your life
1: well I, I believe anything that I want to create for my life
0: can I ask if other others, if others- have to adjust too don't they around you
1: yeah i guess yeah yeah because you're i'm not the same person i was when my husband was here and when he when he died
0: well, life was easier and more joyful and things were th- th- so of course you're different right
1: oh yeah it's um completely different but I've also had to um, but I'm different now too and that yeah that's because I've been in a in a stage of growth
0: huh. yeah. I thought you were going to say in a stage of grief but you grief. finished it differently yeah
1: Yeah. I mean do, not to say that the grief doesn't come back and to be honest it, it never goes away it never goes It it comes up and yeah i'll 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 be grieving sometimes, but I've just learned just to take it as it comes and and also that you know um it's something that you live with, you live with it, you know, but what I've found is that it's not helpful for me to be stuck in that place all the time, so I know how to get myself out of it and yeah, so...
0: We um, did one of these conversations with a woman called Maria Miller, who's a, a counsellor and a grief specialist within that, and she talks about... So I love her definition of grief. It's a really simple definition where she says, grief is the, your response, your reaction to the loss of something that means a lot to you. Yes. Right, and the other thing that she talks about you know it's she said she said and well, i remembered it because he said Gr- grief doesn't go away and she said grief is a hole mm. it's a big hole in your life yeah and the hole never gets filled up you manage to walk and work a life around that hole and maybe you fence bits off and then there's a bit that you come and you can sit and you can look into the hole but you can actually move around and away from the hole the hole's always there
1: yes i like that yeah what do you like about that um, because because it is it. It's always there. The void is always there. j I, I there's not a day goes by. I don't think about my husband. There's not a day that goes by where I'm the, I, I'm. You know, I'm, I keep myself busy and with things that I'm interested in, and and with the children. But there's also their grief. You know, the, they remind me as well. You know, they they bring it up too. So it's there numerous times throughout your day. But I still. I'm getting on with my life and just because I'm getting on with my life and being happy and um, joyful finding joyful moments doesn't mean I am i don't miss that person in my life do you know what I mean it, it's, it's always going to be there
0: well done because the, the pain is really evident right and the loss is really yeah. evident and you didn't believe you could ever find a joyful moment again
1: I didn't, not in the beginning no, I didn't
0: What's a joyful moment?
1: Just, you know, being with my kids, you know, joking and laughing, um, playing games, you know, with them. um, Just, you know, hugging my children and hugging my children and fucking fun at each other and, you know, just being out in nature that's another you know um, you know I just what I've discovered is that love is everywhere, I, you know I don't think I knew this when I was married to Jason, and that it, even in my workplace, you know now i'd see I, I just see how you can just have fun you can create fun anywhere, and I'd always been part of another you know a, a, a couple. And I, do, I just enjoy people now more, you know. I'm just having a laugh with a colleague at work, going, you know, grabbing lunch together, and I don't know. I just find joy. Those those, those are good moments. Um, yeah.
0: We we met immediately prior to the COVID lockdown, and you worked through because you're in an essential service, mm. and something that struck me was. You were highly motivated to do it, and it seemed to me that there was a reward in the doing of the work, unattached to the money. In actually, there's a pleasure in there for you in that. You...
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it's like having a purpose, you know. Um, you know, um, yeah, it's it's like a purpose, and it's yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. You can find joy in anything. You don't have to like everything you're doing, but you can. Find joy in it, you know.
0: Sorry, I can find joy in something I don't like.
1: I believe so. <laughs> like, I don't like doing the dishes, but I'll put on my favourite music and I'll do the dishes while I'm listening to my favourite music or podcast or, you know. Um, so I think it's just how you look at it, eh? I mean, I'll, I'll gladly go into work over lockdown because it's it's um, my job. I respect that I'm grateful to have a job and great colleagues and a great company to work for and... You know, I don't necessarily like the fact I have to go in, but I'll do it, yeah. because, yeah. yeah
0: It's quite remarkable to me, this conversation experience with you, and, and I want to get to kind of reflecting and looking back on what I've taken out of this conversation, and honoring your aim, which is to mm. speak to widows, right? And so that's actually probably what I've got most of all out of this is that sense of in being profoundly impacted by loss. And I have a friend who's just had a stroke recently and yeah. she's really having a tough time. She can't talk to her children. She can't walk unaided. right? Um, she was celebrating yesterday that she's cleaned her teeth herself for the first time. Now, the, that night, the message I get from her is expletive ridden and, and angry. Mm. And that's where she's at, right? And what I've got from you is there are some joyful moments in there. Her anger's still going to come, and she's not going to be able to speak to her children for some time yet, right? Mm. She's got a lot of work to do, and who knows how it's going to turn out. But you have taught me about consciously creating hope, right? Mm. And, And consciously choosing moments of joy, yeah. Which she did in that cleaning of her teeth. So, look, yeah. thank you for that. You know, people are losing their jobs. People are losing relationships. There's all sorts of different loss yeah. that's going on for people, right? And you have this very profound one that you're speaking explicitly to. Thank you for doing so. Thank you. To speak explicitly to a widow who's listening to you, what do you, what what is she, what is she or, or he as a widow? Or what, what, what do they need to get out of this conversation from you, do you think?
1: Um that I mean, if you're in the early stages like I was um it may be hard to to hear that things will get better, because um, I certainly didn't in the beginning, but that 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 is true um you someone said it to me one day, um what once that there's you you get to a point where and I thought this was a really good explanation, um, where when you think of that person, so when I'm thinking of Jason, crying isn't the first thing that comes up. And I really like that because I thought that, yeah, that's a great way of explaining it. And when you get there, then you know you are in a growth state. You are growing. And you've moved away from that grief, stress, and into um, growth. And... Because that really did happen for me, yeah. In the beginning, it was all upset and sadness, but now when I think of him, it's I think of the fun times. I think of the amazing memories we of trips we did together and things with our kids, and yeah. Um, and for widows, also that.
0: So just on that, yeah. Your eyes brighten in this moment. Yeah. Right, like your your ahua, your your energy, it's changed, It's shifted. Because
1: mm. that can't be taken away. So I think you know, if you can go there any time, we've got me and Jason have so many great memories of our twenty-five years together. That 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 that's never going away. That no one can take that away. And um, yeah, just you not know, for widows, especially. Just um, to look out, you know, look 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 for support because widows get widows, and people out there, you know, we know what. What you're going, what you're dealing with, not necessarily what you're going through personally, but what you're dealing with.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting distinction. N- mm-hmm. Not necessarily what you're going through, but what you're dealing with. Yeah, could, could you just break that down for me a little?
1: Well, um, when I say not well, not necessarily what you're going through, because that's a personal thing, like with you and your husband, that. So, I don't know, you know, some widows may not have been in good situations with their husbands, I don't know. Um,
0: yeah, which has a whole lot of yeah. other stuff that comes with it. Yeah.
1: I'm um, not what I just mean on the personal yes. sense that I don't know what the, her relationship is with her husband. Yeah. But what you're dealing with, I can say I do know because the impact on your health as a widow and your finances, um, your. Um, phys- um, your emotional you know your emotions relationships in in those areas taking care of children if the children are involved Mm. the social change yeah
0: I wonder if we might have to have another conversation sometime Trish like this has gone so quickly has it finished? yeah oh okay like (laughs) <laughs> this, this is you know. so
1: good. You're awesome.
0: So this conversation here is a part of our, our podcast called At A Loss. If you'd like to be part of it and you would like to give feedback on a conversation that you, you hear here, if there is a theme or a topic you'd like to bring up with us, then please, feedback welcome, input really, really welcome. Um, I'm the host. My name is Timothy Giles. You can email me, tg at loss. .co.nz um, Also our producer Karen Karen dot nz. and there's some information on the website there'll be a bio about you Trish that we'll have to write in the next day or two um, within there so this continues and I, yeah, I think that there's a bit more isn't there to yeah, talk about Yeah there is It goes so fast Yeah Alright and maybe Thank you Grief doesn't go so fast but um, yeah. it does go huh, to some extent
1: Yes Hmm Thank mm-hmm. you.